Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series. Today, I will be chatting with Dr. Ivan C. Guerrero about blending Eastern and Western medicine. This episode is brought to you by Minnesota Functional Neurology, a Minneapolis-based clinic staffed by caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion syndrome, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and headaches. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health rehabilitation in the Midwest. They've greatly helped me and many others. You can find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Hello, everyone. I am Amy Zellmer, and you are listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I am a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council, and I very recently released my second book, Embracing the Journey, Moving Forward After Brain Injury. You can learn more about me and the podcast series at facesoftbi.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zalmer. So today I am so thrilled to have our wonderful guest, Dr. Ivan C. Guerrero, surgeon and nearly a decade of practicing holistic medicine. He now heals people through the guiding principles and empowering words of his Amazon bestselling series of self-improvement books. Bilingual in English and Spanish, he was a member of the Puerto Rico Medical Association, American Academy of Medical Acupuncture, American Pediatric Surgical Association, and fellow American Academy of Medical Acupuncture. He is currently engaged in his private practice and continues in his role as an educator, trying to achieve full integration of traditional Chinese acupuncture courses into the curriculum of medical schools. He currently resides in Puerto Rico. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, Dr. Figuero. Hi, Amy. I'm very happy to share with you and your story. And anything I can do for you to help your, your, the followers of your, your books, I, I'll be glad to share my experience. Remember, life is but a personal, individual experience of a big, big universe. And uh, we are yeah. here all to do something for it. Everybody shares the burden. Yes. Yeah, you know, and, and, and so I have your book in front of me. I have um, the one I have is Spirituality 103 Code. And the subtitle is Finding the Light in Our Shadows. And I just have to say, I think it's so serendipitous um, that your assistant found me when she did because, um, you know, forgiveness. And, and forgiveness can mean so many things. And I think with people who have suffered a traumatic brain injury or any traumatic event, there is this grieving process that we go through. And we kind of have to forgive ourselves, so to speak, to allow ourselves to grieve, but then we have to get past that grief in order to move forward, right? We can't move forward if we're stuck in the grief. Yeah. Um, so I'm so excited to hear what you have to say today. 
Of course. Um, well, it maybe maybe a good place to start would be how you kind of got sure. into all of this. <clears throat> well, I think uh, uh, my life has been a forgiving process because <clears throat> I keep saying in my books, we learn by our mistakes. Our mistakes are our love lessons. So <clears throat> at the beginning, you don't understand the suffering experiences we go through at different stages of our life until we go through them, we learn from them, and then as we look back in them, we see that we really love lessons. They helped us, and we become more mature, more human as we go through these lessons. I can tell you many stories, but this is, uh, I'm not going to go into personal things, but in my books, I cover that. Uh, I become more sensible to patients' needs as a pediatric surgeon, I was an excellent academic surgeon. I understood. I took care of thousands of kids in severe conditions, congenital conditions. We constructed anus, we constructed vaginas, I reconstructed the esophagus. So those things really very well. But I was doing it in a very impersonal way. I didn't understand the way families felt when the kids were sick because I never had a sick kid. I never was sick as a child, so I didn't understand what sickness was in my life, so I could not reach or empathize with these people until on myself I had the experience of my own children, and I had a kid, uh, you know, my latest, my youngest daughter. She had severe hemophilus influenza, meningitis, which is a brain situation, and that really mm-hmm. got me into the light. And then I realized what it was right to be a parent with a child with possible death in your hands. From then on, I really became a better surgeon, a better human being and a better physician. So by learning that experience in my life, which she came out very good, she's a top honor student in Georgetown. She graduated from Georgetown with honors. So she oh, wow. Through, and I've learned that. So that, that's an experience. I've, I have hundreds of those experiences that made me empathize. Uh, when you forgive, you don't forget, you understand. Change the concept of forgetting. You can't forget an experience that becomes something that makes you grow, so you have to understand. And then the understanding, what you have to understand, that people who do things unconsciously or in a selfish manner are not aware of their actions upon others. God said, Jesus said, forgive them for they do not know what they do. That's what happens. They're not aware. You know how many times we've done things to hurt other people? You can look back into your past. When you were kids, in adolescence, the bullying in high school, which we've done, how many times we participating directly in that? At least we kept passive and we didn't do anything about it. But we've been part of the system. Whoever is free of sin, raise your hands. And I never been able <laughs> to raise my hands through my life. That's what I'm trying to tell about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think you touched on something really important um, about how, you know, you, you became a better doctor because you went through this experience with your own child. And I have found that doctors themselves who have gone through a concussion or traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. they are the ones who, I mean, so my own doctor, Dr. Schmo, he, ha- he had suffered two concussions skiing. And so he gets it. He's been there. He's been through it. And I think it's so much 
you have so much more empathy and compassion and, and you know what they're going through and, and you know what they need, so to speak, you know, um, and, and with Dr. Schmo, it's not just about the treatment plan. It's also about how he interacts with you, you know, like, yeah, I get it. It sucks. I know those headaches suck. I know what they feel like, you know, like he can totally relate with the patients. And, right. I, and I really, you know, and I, I've heard this from other survivors in my group, you know, how their doctor, their PT, their OT, whoever it might be, um, the ones who've been through it, either themselves or family members, they're the ones who are much more compassionate and understanding. And that is the reality of living. It's empathy and uh, learning empathy with our fellow uh, followers or travelers on this earth is a part of understanding that we're all a big family, like the song says, that we are a family. Because we forget mm-hmm. that we are mainly a spiritual family, sons of God, <clears throat> and secondary sons of men. So as a brother, I have a family which are genetically linked biologically, but I have a bigger family that is spiritually linked in a gene pool of the spirit. And when we understand that, we have to see that sometimes we meet somebody who's a total stranger and we feel empathy almost immediately with that stranger compared to our little sister, mm-hmm. compared to our brother. And we see an uh, uh, older lady that we meet, and she behaves more like a mom to me than my own mom. She mm-hmm. understands me. She allows me to speak. She lets me make my mistakes. She laughs at my mistakes while my mom gets frustrated when I make mistakes. And she keeps bugging you and bugging you. It's the love. She, I understand that she wants to love me, but she's got to let me go up. And sometimes we meet mm-hmm. people that are more related to or spiritually in our life, and we have to be aware of that. Yes. And, you know, I think myself as well, I, you know, I was always a compassionate person before and having gone through what I've gone through, I have way more compassion and empathy for others, you know, regardless if it's a brain injury or what it is. Um, You know, it teaches us to be a little bit more humble and show more grace. You know, you see that person in the grocery store. You see the person in the grocery store who can't count out their change, you know, like the old me might have gotten frustrated, like, hurry up, come on, I'm in a hurry. And the new me is like, oh, I get it. She's going through something. You know, she doesn't know how to count her change, you know. So, yeah, it's a very life-altering experience to go through something. Uh, I And when my patients come to my office, I see a lot of patients with whatever problems are, emotional problems, depressions, anxiety, adjustment, learning experiences. And the first thing I ask him is, tell me, what was happening in your life when the situation occurred? And you will see that your life, you were losing control or you would lack awareness of what you were doing. You were in a, in a mode of acting but you were not observing what was going on. And sometimes it's these episodes in our life that sit, settles down. Uh, I've been put to bed. I've been. I've had a uh, a hemiparesis on my left side after a hypertension episode right after my divorce, and I was completely paralyzed on one side. So I've been through that, and the fear of that, and without that experience, 
to sit down. Recently, I got the, a bathroom. I went to a convention center, and I came back with a bathroom. I was overworked. I was not. I was seeing too many patients, so I had to lay down for a week. And the body told mm-hmm. me, take it easy. And then I sat down and I reevaluated what I was doing. So these episodes, whatever, there's a meaning in every experience in our life, which we may not understand initially as children of God, but God always understands what it means to us. And we have to be patient and understanding that there is a meaning in the experience. And to look for that meaning instead of questioning the meaning. Why? Uh-huh. Why? You, you ask, what for is this in my life? Change the pronoun from why to what for. And then something happens in your being, then you open up to learn. And then God speaks to you directly within you, the God within you. The spirit, your soul will speak to you. And it becomes a nice experience of learning, like it happened to you. <clears throat> I uh, I just wrote that down. It's a that's very powerful. Change from why why me to what for. Um, I hope right. that our listeners just took that away because that that's you know it's it's so true. I know my own experience. So I was already very much into like the power of positivity and the law of attraction. Like I already was into all of that before my accident. And after I fell, it was like, why? Why? I don't understand why. What is the universe trying to tell me? And I was using the why, right? Why? How come? Right. And right. when I finally just like was like, okay, universe, what is it that I'm meant to do? What am I here <laughs> for now? That's when I have this profound shift in my recovery. And I mean, it took right. me 15 months right. to get there. You don't don't, don't get me wrong; it wasn't overnight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was profound. And my my books say the first thing you have to heal is the inner world, the inner universe, the soul. That's you have to heal because your soul is learning. Yeah. Can you imagine the consciousness of our soul when you are born? and you join this physical little body and you start crying and you can't feed yourself and your mom's got to feed you, it's like a little prison. This soul has been flying, been open, has been in the presence of the great creator. And here we are, boom, they put you into a physical jail. Now, can you imagine how you feel? But that's what happens when we get sick or we lose our consciousness. The same thing happened to you. You were trapped. And then you didn't have the way to communicate with that outer world for a while. So that's what yeah. happens. It's a, it's a feeling is really unique that you've had. You know, and I see so many people really get stuck in the why. And the why me. And the, you know, thoughts of this sucks. I don't like this. And, and those and, are I mean, the it's blamers. Totally natural. Those are the blamers. Well, those are the angry blamers that blame everybody yes. else. It's a who, what happened, and this accident happened in this restaurant. Oh, they should have been more careful. They blame everybody else. It's like they have no acceptance of the responsibility of the learning experience. And so, okay, so now then. That segues into my next thought. How can someone get out of that mentality? Because it's totally possible. We can totally shift our thinking. And 
you know, how, how do we go from being a blamer to someone who has being a learner, a learner, learner. You have to be a learner, but the first you have to identify, like I say in my first book, Spirituality 101, for the dropouts in the school of life, I say that the first is to remember who we are, where we come from, and where we're going to. And when men and women recognize their sons and daughters of the light and sons of God, that's a basic nature. They seem to understand the situation in their life in a different manner. Because whatever happens to me, I can get sick, I can get a cancer, I can get an accident, I can die. But if I know where I'm coming from, I know where I'm going to be What that happens. I have no fear. I have no fear mm-hmm. because I'm going back to a special place where I see the universe through the eyes of God. Now, that's a good place to be at, no? Now, mm-hmm. we have to understand that. And when we, we have, first, people don't recognize they're the sons of God. They feel they're just a piece of meat going around looking for money, looking for position, looking for recognition, <clears throat> looking for physical health, forgetting about their spiritual health. And there's no money that can guarantee you anything in the physical world. There's no way. There's no action. Mm-hmm. There's no how good. You can be the best guy in the world, the best empathic, the best practitioner of a spirituality, meditator, <clears throat> perfect eater, and yet you can die and get sick. There's no guarantee. But then you know that when that happens, you're ready to go back to your home. We're in in exile here. We're immigrants. (laughs) Immigrants, which are style. And we're just passing through, and we're coming in, and we have a visa, but the visa runs out. (laughs) And when the visa runs out, i got to accept my way home again without fear. Do you understand that? I do. Yes. And, and you know, I, I just, I see so many people, and I know it's completely and totally natural, and I went through it myself, you know? You're angry, you're upset, you're grieving the old you. But it's so incredibly powerful and liberating to finally accept yourself for who you are now and where you're going and what you're meant to be here for. Because, I mean, I know in my situation, I could have died. If I had hit my head an inch to the right, I probably wouldn't be here with you right now. And so, you know, I know I was meant to stay here on this earth for a reason. And for me, it's my advocacy work. It's this podcast. It's my books. It's, you know, helping others. And so we all have to look like I that I just I keep going back to what you said, you know, what for, not why, what for, and um, that's that's a really powerful question. Okay, what am I here for? What am I meant to the, do now? The 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 only problem with looking for the meaning in our life <clears throat> is to compare our roles as more valuable or less valuable. That's a mistake. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it, uh, as, as God sees us as a player or a musician in a great symphony. This symphony has pianists, violinists, saxophonists, has people who take the blum, and people who play the little triangle, the little noises, make the little noises. But for God, the, every one of the musicians has its important role because one 
stays out of rhythm and doesn't come in in time, it ruins the symphony. So what we think about is the symphony and not the individual musician or instrument. And so we cannot compare our roles because as we go forward, I may start with the little triangle, I may go to a saxophone, I may go to a different, I may progress in my role in the universe as I grow and learn. But I'm never forgetting that once I was a simple player of a drum. It was there that I started, and I'm proud to have been part of that. You understand? I would not look down at people because they're not pediatric surgeons or book writers. Right now I'm a book writer. It's a very jolly book writer, and I feel very proud of it, but sometimes I get too proud. (laughs) (laughs) And I I say it to people in a very proud manner, but I'm happy in what I'm doing. I get up every morning. You have to remember, you're interviewing a 73-year-old man. (laughs) Do I sound 73-year-old? No. I feel different. I am I have five more books to write. They're already in my wow. back burner in my brain. <clears throat> I have they're in my brain. I have the titles and I have the outlines. The I'll write them. All I need now is a good <clears throat> I need a agent that takes over my marketing so I can work at writing and sub marketing. Yeah, I hear I, you. although I always do market, but I need somebody to help me. In, in the capacity to spread the message in my book somewhere. You don't understand that. So basically, you know, you know enjoy, our, enjoy our lives. Also, be patient with yourself. We yes. are taught and raised to be perfect. Remember children? The way you're, especially if you're from the Nordic part of Europe, Northern Europe, and Europeans are very strict with their children. <clears throat> Organized, and you have to be perfect. You have to sit down, put your feet on the ground, and sometimes they give us a message that we can't stand ourselves because we cannot reach the perfection they taught us to be. That is unfair for our children. With the educational system right now, it's happening. Man, being a third grader now is not fun. I see my <laughs> grandchildren. It's not fun. I had fun in school. I would read books of traveling and make plays and imagine things and lay down on the floor after a while. And it was different. So driven to go because you have to survive. You have to make in the future. You've got to become a professional. Life is not as fun as it used to be. We have to be careful with our children. So you said something about how we can't compare ourselves to others. And, you know, I sometimes feel guilty that I'm able to do all that I'm able to do because I will have other survivors say to me, like, man, I wish I could do half of what you do. And I sometimes start to feel guilty. But then I realize that I'm fortunate that I have the gift to be able to do what I do. And it's important for those people who say things like that to understand that they have their own unique gifts. They're not meant to do what I do. They're meant to do something else, right? Yes. Um, yes. So being, being comfortable with who you are, and you might not see your gifts yet, and that's okay. Like, it took me 15 months to find mine. Um, you know, so can, do you have any further thoughts on that, on how 
patiently wait you for your gift. You, you, you said it perfectly well. You can't compare the roles. And don't feel guilty about doing something that you do with love. If you have it, it's because you deserve it. I had a problem in my life accepting gifts. For example, I don't like to be credited. I don't like to be given... Um, uh, when somebody says something good about you, I can't find the word in English. To I, I sometimes get stuck with that. I feel bad. I feel bad. I don't accept mm-hmm. it. And I have to learn to accept that. It's good. They're, they're giving it to me. Accept it and enjoy it with humbleness. <clears throat> because you're doing something, somebody's showing you love and appreciation. But don't compare yourself. There's nobody better than anybody else in this musical symphony. We all have a role, and we all can change and learn every day in our lives. And uh, I don't, you can't feel guilty. Those people who are saying that to you, they're really looking for you to solve their problems, which you're not supposed to. You're supposed mm-hmm. to give them the instruments and the ways to solve their problems. That's what you want to do. But don't tell them what to do. If you tell them what to do, they'll never learn, right? Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I have your book, um, and the thing that I, I really enjoy about your book is it's very, it's very easy to read. It's, it's short sections. Um, you have lots of bullet points. But then you have questions for reflection. You have homework and bonus questions at yes. the end of each chapter, which I think is so cool. You know, it gives you time for some self-reflection. Yeah. Remember, my series is called the School of Life series. So all mm-hmm. are textbooks of learning, of self-learning. And then I share my love lessons for people to understand from them and find their love lessons. So basically, it's a school. The university is a school of learning in which we are all in the same classroom, but there's no teacher, and we are at different levels. So we may be in a family where one of your parents may be a third grader, and you may be a high schooler, and your mom may be a master's degree. Now, that's going to be a mess mm-hmm. in that family, you understand? Because there will be right. no communication skills. And then we have to learn from each other. The ones above, top liners, have to be patient with the ones coming up because somebody was patient with them. In the learning universe, it's a way of learning from the ones who have gone before us. That's the hierarchy of love. And then be patient and compassionate with those who are coming up like you are with those people who are just going through the experience you went through. And that's it. That's all. That's the school of life. For me, school of life is the whole. So I'm going to continue writing. My fourth book is already written. It's not, having, it's not going to be published for a while. We're looking for a publisher. And uh, it's my transition book. It's B1, Spirituality 104. And then the next series is going to start at 200, 201, 202, 203, 4, and 5. And because you, you're up at another level. So I jumped to another level of schooling. And those who follow me can follow the school pattern. That's what I'm doing in, yeah. the, in my book series. That's fabulous. And and I do have a link um, in the show notes. So if anyone is interested in finding um, Dr. Figueroa's, uh, it, it, you it, have it, three it's of easy, them presently. It, 
Yes, you can find it Amazon to my name. And yep. on Amazon right now I have a special of 99 cents for the English and the Spanish Spirituality 103. If you look for my links, there's many links. There's a regular the regular Kindle version. Uh, yeah, Kindle Is that version. The Kindle version. But there's two yeah. Kindle versions. You have to watch what the one's ninety nine cents. And they can download Perfect. that and gift it. I why tell people gift it for ninety nine cents for Mother's Day. Send your gift to your mom. Send a gift to your daughter who's a mom. And for ninety nine cents you send her an ebook. It only costs you the time to go in there and that's a great gift for people to give and you don't have to spend too much money on flowers and chocolate. <laughs> chocolate tastes very chocolate is very good. But there's not a better tasting flavor than that of a good book who gives you a lesson of love. And uh, you can find me there. And also you can find me on my author page, which is my name, I from Ivan Figueroa, from my last name, dot all author.com. I be mm-hmm. I Figueroa. It reviews all my books and it's information about me, interviews and all that. So that's about it. It was just great sharing with you. Great. And I Thank and you also so much. my my books you'll find that my book will become a reference for your book. You're gonna read it and read it and read it. And you will find many things to help others within this book. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Figueroa. Um, and this has been a wonderful been discussion and, you know, so very positive and uplifting. And I just really appreciate the work you're doing. And just thank you so very much for taking the time to be here with my listeners today. My pleasure, Amy. I congratulate you. I give you a big hug. Okay, and a big kiss. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I I really hope that you have enjoyed today's show. Um, I hope that you've taken away some golden nuggets. And, again, I do have the links. Um, I have the Amazon link in the show notes for you guys to find Dr. Figueroa's um, books on Amazon. (coughs) Excuse me. And just one last thank you to our sponsor, Minnesota Functional Neurology, the concussion doctors you can trust, brain rehabilitation in the Midwest. Find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. And be sure to visit basesoftbi.com to listen to previous podcasts and see my resources page as well. And again, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer and on Facebook you can be sure to follow Faces of TBI. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being a part of my journey. And I will see you guys all again next time. Have a wonderful day, everyone.